Welcome back to News Talk 1010. Scott Reed sitting in as your guest host this afternoon. We got a little bit less than two hours to go before the end of the show. Hope you're having a great Friday afternoon. It certainly is warm, although Jessica was just telling us there it's going to get very much colder tonight, tomorrow, and then it's going to get warm again. Well, it's the time of the week, our friends, when we speak. To our buddy, Richard Krause, host of the podcast, Last Call with Richard Krause, about all things entertainment. This is the time of the week I look forward to most. How are you doing, Richard? Good, Scott. How are you doing? Awesome. I know this isn't script, but I want to ask you about something right. off script right Do away. It. Monsieur Spade, did you like or hate? Uh, I liked it-ish. Uh, my wife loved it, but I think anything that Clive Owen is in, uh, she will be naturally kind of attracted to. Um, I thought it started off slow, but I thought that it kind of picked up a head of steam, although I don't really know why they decided to uh, make it about Sam Spade when it really wasn't a Sam Spade story, to my mind, anyway. That is a fair point. I must say, though, I loved it. I loved it so very much. And I love the Dashiell Hammett dialogue that they managed yeah. to somehow occupy and create. It was just great. All right. Enough of that. What's going on with HBO delaying last week tonight segments on YouTube? Well, they're doing something that I think is kind of interesting because so often now I hear people saying, oh, yeah, I don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore. I just watch the YouTube clips the next morning. I don't have to watch uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver because it'll all be on YouTube the next day. And HBO says, you know what, we're going to hold back on posting those segments uh, on YouTube for Last Week Tonight, which is a very popular show for them. And the numbers on YouTube were huge for them because they want people to uh, be forced to, if they want to be in on the loop and see it first, to see it on their streaming service. And I think that this is probably the way to go. I think we have made all of our media way too easy for people to uh, lay their hands on. You know, when I get uh, the weekend newspapers, I go through them and I think, wow, I've, I've read half of the stuff, maybe not half, but I've read a, a good chunk of what's in these newspapers already because it was online two days ago. I think if we want people to be pushing, you know, forward uh, and, and, and you know, keeping an audience for this stuff, we have to make it just a little less easier to see. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm in agreement with you. I mean, scarcity drives uh, demand to a certain degree, obviously. And I do think that if you can't just get it off that platform, if you can if you can get it off that platform anytime you want, then you're just going to get it when it's at your convenience. And I think if you want to drive people to your platform like Max and they're trying to brand and and build Max, and then they've got to there's got to be some there's got to be some value to being there at that time. They have to make that uh, attractive and important to do. I it, it, I'm fascinated though. With Max, with Warner Brothers Discovery, like I think, you know, I know their stock took a pounding yesterday and I just, you know, they, I don't think they know what they're doing in all Nobody honesty. knows what, here's the rule about showbiz and it's particularly true right now in 2024 is that nobody knows anything. There was a time when people, you know, might have thought, well, we know people want superhero movies or we know, uh, you know, people uh, love musicals. Now superhero movies aren't doing well in theaters and musicals, the ones that we've had, and we've had quite a few of them recently, like Mean Girls, like uh, The Color Purple, like Willy Wonka are being uh, marketed like they're not musicals. They're not including any uh, songs in the trailers because they think that might turn people off. And yet Wonka 
a well-known musical, you know, went on to make a fortune at the box office. So I think right now we're just watching people scrambling around, chasing their tails, trying to figure out what is next. How do we deal with this situation that by and large they created themselves uh, in, you know, in, in an attempt to move everything online, make sure that everyone could get everything that they wanted all at once. And uh, I think it's coming back to bite them right now. And they're trying yeah. to figure out how to walk it back. Sure. Is that macro strategy? strategy of five years ago of like, you know what, don't worry about numbers, don't worry about profit, don't worry about anything, yeah. just get people onto a streaming service. Everybody and their dog should have a streaming service. And that's over now. And now nobody knows kind of what is success after that. Speaking of, we were just chatting about YouTube. So speaking of YouTube, Natalie Portman's coming out with a hot take. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is kind of interesting, and you have kids. I don't, so I wanted to ask you about this. So Natalie Portman uh, is the latest actor to talk about the decline of the movie star. In Variety magazine, uh, she said that uh, her kids, for instance, have no idea who movie stars are, but they're familiar with popular YouTubers. And she's saying that from her point of view, as someone who would be considered a movie star, uh, I think she says that there's a liberation to it. You know, you don't have to to uh, create something that is going to be number one in the box office anymore. My name doesn't have to be associated with only hits now. I can make kind of whatever I want because apparently I'm no longer uh, the most important component in a film. Uh, The movie star used to be that if Tom Cruise was in something, there'd be a lineup down the block to see it or Will Smith or whatever. And that has been blunted somewhat. So do your kids care about movie stars do they think oh man we got to go see that new timothy chalamet version of dune or are they more interested in what's going on in tiktok yeah it's interesting there's more than one thing going on there so first my younger boys 10 and 14 are not as interested in the YouTube content, interestingly enough. But the 21 and the 25-year-old, they've migrated to those platforms. That's where, so they follow a bunch of people on that. I think that would be more true, oddly enough, of their generation. The younger guys are still sort of like, okay, well, what's the next movie? My 14-year-old's a bit of a movie buff, actually. So he's going through Kubrick's films right now, like one by one. So so he's a bit of an oddball. But, you know... So the, it isn't so much the the competition with YouTube and, and TikTok for them. However, this idea of it isn't about a movie star. My 14-year-old is excited to go see Dune. But he's excited yeah. to see Dune. And he's excited to see a Denis yeah. Villeneuve film. And he's excited to see a big signature tentpole sci-fi flick. It's not Chalamet. And, and when it comes to the MCU films, you know, obviously they've been faltering. But it's I want to see that next MCU film. It isn't I want to see Robert Downey Jr., So the star thing has lost its sheen, I think. Yeah, I think so. And I think part of it, you know, we're talking about social media in this last uh, segment. We're talking about, uh, you know, John Oliver and they're they're keeping their stuff off of YouTube and that sort of thing. Social media has had such a huge impact on this because it used to be that if you wanted to see a movie star, you might catch them on the Johnny Carson show. You might see them on Conan uh, or, you know, you'd have to go to the movie theater to see them. Most movie stars didn't appear on television that much because they wanted to keep it uh, mysterious. Now they're all over social media. We know all about them. There is no uh, difference. There's no gap between us and them. They have an Instagram account just like I have an Instagram account. So that sheen is gone and I think that the movie business is going to pay for that one as well. I do too, man. I think you, you know, you want stars in the sky and you want them to sprinkle a little louder and a little lighter than everybody else. Um, 
This is me now, a love story. <laughs> this J-Lo thing, we've only got a minute left, but I was t- I was talking to Sonia at CP24 the other day. She was talking about this, and I was just laughing. This thing looks so bad to me. It looks so, but it's all, like, it's, it's not even a movie. It's just brand, right? It's just I have some branded content that's about me. Yeah, it's it, it's a bit of a head scratcher. It's not terrible, but it is a 65 minute long music video that has a story that is kind of about her love life, but it's also a musical. It's also a rom com. It's also and an a release action strategy, strike. right? It's She's also releasing a new sci-fi. tunes. Yeah, she's got a new album coming out. There's a new documentary coming out. There's lots of stuff happening in the world of J-Lo right now. But this is just so audacious that I kind of love it. I kind of love that she paid for it. cost $20 million. No one else was going to pay for it. So she said, here's the $20 bucks. I'm going to make something that is uh, uniquely my own and my own vision. And it's super weird, but it's a little bit of fun. J-Lo fans will love it. Uh, I don't know if you're not a J-Lo fan. I don't know if it will win you over or not, but... Uh, uh, maybe over the weekend, have a look, and we'll talk about it next week. It's no made in Manhattan, I'll tell you that much. You know, <laughs> she and Ben Affleck should split up. He should remarry Jennifer Garner, and then they can reunite 18 months from now. I think that's how you want to mix it up. Keep yourself Jennifer Garner is going to be in the next Ben Affleck film. So there you go. God, this crazy world of ours. All <laughs> right. Richard Krause, thank you as always, my friend. We will talk to you again soon. Talk to you soon, Scott. Thanks. Scott Reed here on The Rush.